Hello each and every one of you who is tuned into this podcast right now. Let me tell you this podcast is going to be something fun. I'm really look, looking really forward to have a very meaningful conversation because today I have a friend of mine directly who's from Romania, who lives in Romania but he's from Australia, right? He's a habits coach. He coaches people into life coaching and he's been into training industry since last 10 years. Over a decade now. Now Guys, just please let me invite Luke Trapel to this show. Hello, Luke. How are you, man? Just go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. <laughs> well, hello, hello, Taran, and hello to the audience out there. Uh, how are we all doing today? Thank you for inviting me on this on this podcast, and thank you for wanting to have a chat to me. Hmm. Pleasure's all mine, man. Pleasure's all mine. Uh, it would be really great of you if you could like. I have already given a brief about you. If you could just a uh, little bit elaborate about you and your journey, it would be really great to understand uh, for people to understand. Okay, what kind of person are we going to listen today? Well, I much love talking about myself. It's it's always a pleasure. Uh, well, as as many people as you've kindly introduced, I'm an Australian. I'm currently living in Europe with my lovely wife. Um, you know, some <laughs> stances around what's happening in the world. brought us here especially with what's happening in Australia uh, my life back in Australia I worked in the coal mining industry for 17 years and the last 10 years of being in that industry I worked for my own company in training and uh, you know teaching people how to operate better and become better at their job so I've been very interested all my life about improving and helping other people Hmm. just to get better at at what they want um, so i was in that like i said so i was in that industry and i could see places where i could improve and could help people become good at their their work right so that's that's pretty well much and then as we know covid and um and all that type of stuff hit and i was looking for a change i wanted to start traveling and i started to wanted to Uh, experienced the world more and like I said covid hit it was easier for me to leave australia than it was to stay in australia and <laughs> and here i am i'm now out in the world i'm been living in europe now for permanently for the last year and okay. I, took, i took my services online and I really niched down right. and what I found was what I really loved helping people with was forming habits that are going to improve mm. life and in all areas I, I do believe in the circle of life I, I think that um, well I really truly believe like if you're struggling in right. one area of your life you're going to struggle in all areas you're just not going to have that that growth so yes and the way that I love to help people do that is by increasing you know it could be upgrading those habits forming those new habits that are going to get you there so that's that's my yeah. passion that's what I love doing that's what I love talking to people about and that's right, who right, I am right. it's very important for you if specifically the listener who's listening to this is uh, wants to become a coach and a trainer in uh, coming few years and like they want to succeed like crazy in coming few years habits they, are the ones that makes you either they make you right so luke would you like to elaborate about what exactly did i say i have a favorite saying first we make the habits and then the habits make us now whoa cool it's a it's I'm a gonna, quote that now <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we become successful everybody wants to be successful in their life now it doesn't really matter what your goal is you could have the goal to you know be a fortune 500 company director or you know your goal could be that you just want to have a house a car i'm working with someone currently now and that's what their goal in life is they want a nice house they want a nice car and they want to have a nice relationship with a with a lady so it doesn't yeah. really matter what your goal is in life 
It's about how you're going to get those goals. How are you going to act? How is your mindset around those? If you're always just stuck in that, I want this, but I don't know how I'm going to get this. You know, this is a this is a behavioral habit of yours that you could have. So we want to break that and change it into you becoming a doer. So that's yeah, and that's you know, you're that's what? What I, every yeah, go ahead. It, it really go is it's everything that you want in life. You have to become that person. You have to have those habits to go and do it. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And then you have to have the uh, habit of learning. Yes, yes. The way I see it, look, is if you want to become a man who has like uh, a certain level of uh, lifestyle just think about what kind of habits what kind of uh, thinking mindset what kind of uh, what kind of wisdom that that level of person would be carrying if you are able to inculcate all of these things into you at this level there is a very very high chance and this is the i guess this is the only way through which you can achieve that level correct me if i'm wrong no you are 100% correct um another thing that i find a lot of people tend to do they have an overload of information they will read everything they'll okay. watch everything and then they'll say but why isn't this working i know so much i know everything yeah. but why, why hasn't it worked well you know you don't have this habit of doing you've got a habit of learning so can you see yeah. how the spider web sort of grows and they all come back to a few yeah. very simple habits that you you must have and you must be disciplined in these things one of the other things that i absolutely love telling people and it's quite shocking to them because they kind you they it's like a real eye opener to have a yeah freedom life to have the life that you want you must have discipline yes Now okay. when you say when you use that word discipline to people they like think that that's shackling and that's not a good thing like I want to be free I don't want to be disciplined I want, I want the freedom how do you create yeah. your freedom you become disciplined within yourself and then you will actually be, be creating the freedom that you want so yes <laughs> I love people's reactions when they hear that <laughs> Uh, a very typical example that i want to put up here is uh, if you are into like a business okay and uh, most of the most of the pe- code that people uh, read is like uh, business provides you freedom business gives you freedom business gives you freedom to choose what to do and when to do right what kind of business do you want to do to make money and when you want to do it but you have to be disciplined with the time that you should do for it, the work like if you're sure. chilling at the time when you should be hustling then trust me that business is not going to last you have to really understand that discipline comes first and with that you have to define lines between your fun and your work most important thing very very important you get to, uh, you say so much out there these days um the 4 hour work week or how to create something in 90 days like how to yeah. how to yeah make $100,000 within 3 yeah. months you know these things yeah. are possible but you really have to be very disciplined very driven and you have to know what you're doing to be able to achieve yeah. those things so they are the ultimate goal but a lot of people yeah. in this world today we want instant gratification we want this today like I read somewhere that hey you can have all this in 4 hours a day how do I work 4 hours a day I want to work 4 hours a day I don't want to be working 12 16 hours a day I, I want to know how to do this 4 hour business and be a multimillionaire well unfortunately yeah. that's going to come that's possible to happen but it's not going to happen on day 1 yeah this is the this is where that discipline yeah. comes in that we talk about Okay. The goal is this, but is that an achievable goal today? Probably not. So let's work towards that goal. 
I have to hustle now. I have to work hard now. I have to learn everything I possibly can to get there. Life's a journey. It's not a. Uh, it's not a race. Yeah, it's my. Very true. Yep. There's one more thing that you people are doing the stuff, and uh, like, uh, and uh, they're not having like hundred percent faith in what exactly they're doing. Right, like the way you said it, hundred thousand dollars in three months is possible if you really know what you are doing. But the problem with many of the people, they learn the stuff, okay? They they take it as a theoretical kind of thing, and uh, they start implementing for some time, and they don't really believe in the process, and nothing eventually comes out. So, how much important is it in accordance with you? for people to understand okay what i'm doing i have to be 100% i have to have 100% faith in this for this thing to work i think that it's very very important uh it all the 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 speed at which you can move is at the speed of which you are capable of taking in the information processing that information and then making that information work for you. Now, hmm. we all take this at different rates. Hmm. You might take it in a lot faster than I take it in. What you might be able to pick up in a minute, it might take me hours to pick up. That's a very, very small, very basic example. But something like from, sometimes for me, I can pick things up like instantly. And yeah. my wife says to me, she says, I don't understand how you just work that out in hearing it for the first time and 30 seconds later you can actually do it you know we all have that different speed of learning and implementation and all that so you have to you have to really know yourself yeah yeah okay also- yeah, yeah 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 please go ahead yeah so while knowing yourself and knowing your limitations now your limitations are only what you put on yourself start with but you have a starting point. So you're always going to think, you know, I, one of my limitations is that I've told myself for a long, long time that I'm a, I'm a bad speller, that I can't, I'm not very good at grammar. I'm not very good at writing things down. Well, I'm good at writing in a way that I understand it. But if I showed you, you might not, you would never get it. Yeah. And it's been <laughs> a over time and it's become a very true story. So to break that story, I have to break the the belief that I'm a bad speller. Since I've been able to do that, my spelling has improved dramatically. So if you are one of those people, if you're somebody that says, oh, it takes me so long to learn something new, you really want to change that story. You want to get rid of that story and say, hey, I'm somebody that can learn things very fast. Now, this is where... Other things also come into it, like your uh, affirmations and you're more in touch with yourself to change that story around in yourself. And then, you know, it is quite possible for you to then take in that information a lot faster. You don't want to put yourself down. You want to, uh, anything that you are struggling with in life, uh, like I, I I use spelling for mine. Other people, they have different different things like uh, uh, that that is one of the things like once you pick up on that once you start putting limitations on yourself you want to recognize that limitation okay now i'm going to work on breaking that yeah triple uh like uh okay there is a lot of things uh, that we have talked about okay but uh, I want my, me and the complete audience to know more about you and uh, how like uh, we generally generally people trust those who are actually implementing those things into their real lives. And that's the best part about coaches. They are the ones who are the practitioner themselves first and then they start teaching, right? Very so I want to know like how and why did you feel like, okay, coaching is my thing? Coaching and training, helping people is my thing. 
That took a that took exactly that question. I had to look back, and uh, especially when two years ago, two and a half years ago, or even up to three years ago, when I was looking to get out of the mining industry, like it was a, a closed bubble. I was very comfortable in that industry as I'd been in it for seventeen plus years. Hmm. So I, I I was very comfortable, knew what I was doing and all that mm. and then when i started to talk to my wife and we started to talk about traveling and okay obviously i can't travel and work in a coal mine at the same time so what am i going to do what what can i do to earn to make make a living how are we going to do mm. this mm. and so that question sort of popped up and it sort of manifested it was like okay well you know not only have I married a woman from a different country, a different culture, and I'm now moving to that culture. So we mm. kind of thought, well, I could actually, we could help people. That's happening a lot around the world. A lot of a lot of people are meeting online these days and uh, meeting the, their partners. Yeah. Okay, maybe I could work around that. And I was sort of thinking along those lines, but it was always about how can I help people instead of what's going to happen for me. Um, and then as this you know started to formulate in my mind what was happening I started to look back and I looked right back to my school days okay what did I want to actually do when I was in school mm. and I wanted to be a, a nurse I was studying biology and um, going down that line and then that mm. didn't sort of plan out for me but I'll start, I was really looking back and going, okay, so what, what, what are some common things? What are some common themes throughout my life that I've done? And mm. it's always come back to helping people. So when I wanted to become a nurse, it was, wasn't, I don't know what the glamour of being a nurse is, any nurses <laughs> out there. I, I'm pretty sure it's not a glamorous job, but it's, <laughs> you have that uh, calling to, to help people. You want to help yeah. sick or whatever it is. And then when I moved into the mining industry and I had a few different roles in the mining industry. Hmm. Like I said, training was a, a, a long time thing for me, but I was also on the health and safety board and I was also once a, a union delegate. And hmm. I looked at those a lot closer. Okay, why did I want to be in the, why did I want to be a union person? Because I wanted to help the, my fellow workers have better conditions. I wanted them to have a better life. Okay, then why did I move into the safety department? Why was I in there? Same reason. I wanted to improve safety so, you know, people didn't get hurt on the job. And then it moved mm. into training. Why did I want to be a trainer? Well, I wanted them to become better at their job so then they could earn more money, they could have a better life and be more happier actually doing their job. So mm. once I looked back over those things and to go forward, I was like, I'm definitely on the right track here. Uh, actually yeah. coaching or teaching people or telling people about how to, you know, move into a new culture, a new city, how to blend. I was like, uh, that's not really something that um, I could probably talk about, but it's not something that I can talk about forever. And yeah. so I started to look at ways of uh, how I could actually be more in, impactful. And then it sort of, and it all came back to, okay, this is, this is where I really narrowed down onto the habit side of things. When I left Australia and left the mining industry, they were long, long days, long hours, and I was away from home a lot working okay. in in a mining industry. Now, I used to get up around about 4.30 each morning to be at work, and then I'd get home around about 8.30 at night. So they were very long days. Yeah. Then I stopped that when I finished that job and started working for myself. We moved, I moved to the other side of the world. Mm. I no longer wanted to do that. I no longer wanted to be up that early. I was like, I'm now working for myself. I can work my own hours. Uh, I don't actually have to be on site at 6.30 in the morning. So <laughs> I can <laughs> I don't have to do that anymore. And I didn't. Yeah. 
I was getting up at eight, nine, sometimes ten o'clock in the morning. And then I'd, you know, I'd have my morning coffee. I stopped exercising. I didn't do anything, and I was losing all those habits. And I was watching other people, and I was learning from, you know, some of the bigger names. Like one of my favourite people in the world is Robin Sharma, and okay. he's five a.m. Well, the five a.m. club. That book. I bought that. And I never read it. I was like, I don't want to go back to waking up at 5 a.m. That's, you know, I hated that. I was forced to do that for so long that I hated it. And I'm not doing it again. So I started to realize what was happening. I was like, okay, all these successful people are talking about how to be successful, how to get up and start your day right, and habits that you need to form to be able to... And so... Let me go back. So while ever I was doing this, while ever I was in this mindset and going, no, I'm not interested in doing that. Not going to do it. I also wasn't very productive during that that period of time. I'd do a few hours work, like six hours, and then it would come 6 p.m. and I'd be like, well, that's it for me today. I'm I'm done. And Mm. so I was only half in, half out, and I was more like that. So then it wasn't until I started to really take notice and I'm like, okay, this isn't working. I, I need to do something different. I need to change. What do I need to change? Okay, I need to get up earlier. And for me, it was a, a, slot, a, a progress. I progressed through the changes. And so yeah. I formed the habit. Okay, what's, what's something that I need to form? Okay, I need to start getting up earlier. I'm now up at 6 a.m. every morning. I still don't want to do the 5 a.m. thing. I don't I don't necessarily think that you have to get up at 5. I understand why people do. But for yeah. me, I'm very comfortable with being 6. Uh, I get up. I spend my hour of power, which I like to call it. I do my exercises. I do my journaling. I set myself up for the day. I actually do some learned reading. And, you know, my my body and my, my brain is awake. And now I can work throughout the day. I set myself uh, tasks and I've really, really become disciplined in that, in that habit. Now, Mm. during my teenager years and early 20s, I loved sport. I played a lot, a lot of sport. Mm. Back in in Australia, I played uh, rugby league, I played cricket, and you pretty well much name any sport and I had a go at it. So as I got a little bit older, I sort of turned, played for a semi-professional rugby league team in, in Australia. And mm. you know, that training was forced upon me. Like I never loved it. I didn't like lifting weights. I didn't like uh, running mm. laps of the oval or anything like that. And so mm. this was another story that I had to change because I sort of stopped doing all that a long time ago. I'd get into it for a month or two and... Uh, do a little bit of training here and there, but it just didn't, it never stuck because I always tell myself, I hate doing this, I hate doing this. Now, mm. I get up, and like I said, I'm just like 20 minutes committed to training, and I, you know, it's hard training, it's it's physical, it's, you know, gets the blood pumping, the sweat pouring out of me, it's, it's good fun. <laughs> so this it's is really important. Yeah, so this is how, this is how I like went, This is where I can help people. And then I started looking at other areas of my life. My previous life, I earned a lot of money as a trainer. I had my own company where I got to sort of name my own prices. And I don't want to go into figures, but it was well over six figures yearly. So money was never a problem earning it. But I had a major problem because I had like no money in the bank at all. Hmm. Uh, the more I earned, the more I spent. Yeah. I can now tell you today, like, because I started to look at this habit, I was like, okay, need to, <coughs> excuse me, need to, um, well, I need to have money. I gotta, we gotta have, we gotta have money in the bank. Like we need, we want to do things. Can't yeah. do things without money. I can't travel to another country with no money in my pocket. Yeah. So I needed to learn how to create those financial habits, like 
the spending and the saving habits. So it breaks down to finances is really, you know, you have a lot of little sub branches, but pretty well. That much. point in time, May two, two thousand twenty, you were in uh, Romania. I was yes. Okay, and that was the reason you settled down because at that point in time you didn't have money in bank. No, I had. Uh, I did have some money, but like, you know, not enough to. No. Uh, yeah, I meant that only. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very much so. No, I... <laughs> very much so. But that's what I had to form. Like I had to yeah. create those healthier spending habits. I had to create that healthier Luke, saving habits. Luke, uh, sorry to interrupt between, but uh, there's a very big learning for each and every one of us that no matter how well your situations are right now, there might come a time in your life in coming future. I don't know for whatever reasons, because of the pandemic, because of the personal reasons, that you might see a time where you might uh, like start all over again. And you should always uh, keep up with yourself with the right habits so that you can build everything again from zero. One hundred percent. That's the that's the beauty of being disciplined and having those habits. You yeah. can always start again. Now, if you've got the you've got the know-how, you've got the habit, you've got the the drive, yeah. you can do it. Doesn't matter where you come from. If you really are starting from zero again, have that belief. Okay, I can do this. I know what I'm doing. I have the like I said, the habit. They're yeah. already there. You can't even think about it. All you have to do is know. I know how to do this. Yeah, That's people the with the right habits, right mindset, they always yeah. like believe in themselves that they know even if everything goes away, I know how to get this shit all over again in coming few years. I know what to do. Very always true. Confident. <laughs> very very true. Yeah. Anyways, let's 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 uh, let's uh, uh, talk about the kind of uh, three biggest challenges that you faced in your. Uh, Uh, life and uh, how did you really solve them? Like uh, one of them, I'm easily able to guess that okay, pandemic happened and uh, all of those things happened. Like, but I want to know a deeper version of it. Like three biggest challenges that you faced and you how you solved them. I think the the biggest challenge that I faced was trusting myself. Okay. Now, by saying that, what I mean by things just happened now if i was unsure about things like learning new things is very important hmm. but do i try did i trust myself to actually do the best with these things that i'd learned hmm. and how i overcame this problem was because i wasn't while i was learning new things and while I, I was sort of relying on other people. I was like, okay, this person knows what they're doing. I should listen to them and do what they tell me to do, even if I might not have been feeling it. So I, yeah. I would, I would push myself away and go, hey, look, this person knows what they're doing. You don't. So listen to them and then follow what they tell you to do. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know. You're pushing against an invisible force. Mm. You're not trusting yourself. You want to, okay. If you want to put your trust in somebody else, it's not going to work because it all. One of my other favorite things is everything is inside out, not outside in. So if you're not doing it from the inside, don't be taking it from other people. And that was one of the, the big lessons that I learned around trusting myself. Okay. You can do this. You trust yourself to to be able to do things. Trust yourself that your decision making is going to be good. Trust yourself. So once I got over that little that little hurdle of of trusting myself, growth has been uh, magnificent in both, both personal and business life. Uh, another another big thing is that I've that I've found challenging and has mm. been a good lesson is. You know, finding the right people to work with. Yes. Um, there's so many, so many people out there that 
tell you that they're going to do wonders for you and they're going to be able to do this and you know they 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 fall a bit short of their promises and expectations so don't be in a rush don't ever don't be in a rush to uh, hire somebody uh, hmm. even on your own team you know you'll know you'll have a feeling about somebody so don't hmm. don't don't come to along to the first person that you talk to and because like they, they said all the right things and they sounded really really great uh you know yeah put them on a bit of a trial work them out see if you are actually going to have a good fit with with that person so that was that was another a big issue that um that i faced especially taking it to the internet okay okay so you used to hire a lot of people uh just be, just based upon their promises well you you have a meeting but you're only going to talk to somebody for half an hour maybe an hour and then you're making a decision if you're going mm-hmm. to spend thousands of dollars on this person because you believe in them or not uh, yeah sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't work out i've had i've worked with people that have worked out but generally those people that have worked out that initial feeling has come from the like i like to call it the gut but it's your intuition like you you have yeah. a good feeling about somebody you're like yeah i like this dude or i like this person and uh it's going to work and others you're like a bit unsure but he says a lot of good things so let's give him a try and then they're the ones that that generally don't work out too well for you so uh learning the that goes back to trusting yourself and trusting you the, the feelings that you have within to then actually putting it into practice and finding the right the right fit for you and another another really like this is all around business um yeah learning social media <laughs> that was, that was, <laughs> the, that was this, this only thing if you're really good at it you're going to make money man <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so you know, i was dead set pretty all anti social media up until i dived into social media and went okay this is how we're going to this is where my new business is so before yeah. that i was complete novice at it so learning it is it, there is a, quite a lot to learn about social media different way of promotion different kind of audience and like <laughs> different kind of thing that works out like i want to take this moment and say that okay if you want to if anyone here needs help in marketing digitally social media for making creating funnels sales pages copywriting i am the guy <laughs> you need to contact very much so <laughs> uh, that's that would be the way to do about it and i think uh, one of the other massive lessons that i've learned is not to worry about what other people are going to think yeah now i'll go back to my mining days i was sort of checked out of mining around about 2014 yeah. but it took me to 2019 before i actually left so i was wanting to leave for 5 years But my dad was a miner so i was a second generation coal miner and my dad did really really well for himself and he was the one who initially got me into the mining industry so i was like always worried about like for those five years i can't really leave because i don't want to disappoint my dad i don't want to uh, upset upset my dad and tell him that i no longer want to do this he knew i didn't like it too much but yeah. he knew that I was good at it I was making good money so and I was like well I didn't want to disappoint my dad and the most amazing thing happened when I finally went to him and said I'm out and not only am I out I'm moving to the other side of the world and he said the most amazing thing to me that um he said it's about time he said I'm so happy that you finally did it and that took me by surprise that that actually shocked me I was like really i said i i thought you would be uh, dead set yeah. against it and saying oh you know what you're leaving you know what you're losing and he said yeah. no that's a uh, and for five years i sort of carried that around with me like didn't want to disappoint my dad i don't want to tell my dad that i'm going to quit this job i don't want to tell my dad this i don't want to upset him i don't want to disappoint him and then when i finally did to him he was 
yeah. everything but disappointed. He was so pleased. So that was that was a big learning lesson. Like, don't have a conversation with yourself. Yeah. To talk yourself out of doing it because you're going to be afraid to disappoint other people. So that's, you know, if I can say those were the the big things that um, challenges. were challenges to, to get over, they would yeah. be it. Nice, nice. There's a big lesson there too because if uh, there's something that you feel that, okay, this might be the case, just like you used to think that my father would... I uh, feel bad if you tell him that I want to leave but eventually when you left then he was really happy that okay that you took a bold decision in your life and you did what you actually wanted to that made him feel happy so it's uh, so don't don't prejudge the kind of situations that you have and uh, do what you actually want that's what that's what your parents really want you to yeah it's amazing like when yeah. you when you look at it that way because you don't want to you don't want to disappoint your parents like you, you always yeah. have that uh, that feeling behind it and what you are actually doing is disappointing your parents because like they know that you're not happy they know that you were meant for more but you're yeah. not doing so yeah. you are actually disappointing your parents by trying not to disappoint them go out there yeah. and do what's inside you live your life be happy that's what your parents actually want (laughs) exactly they just want you to be have a prosperous life feel good stay stay healthy stay safe make some good money and have a decent lifestyle that's it that's That's it like uh, there's there's one more thing Luke that you talked about like uh, about hiring people uh, yesterday yeah. only i was like uh, going through the going through the applications uh, that people submitted for a job in my organization and uh, you know what the the way i hire people is uh, something different i many a times most of the times i hire people based upon skills but eventually i realized that many of the people who are skilled might not be that much willing like to get the results because ultimately it is more about will that i personally feel if you know if if you have the skill if you have the will you you will develop the required skill to get the results going sure. doesn't matter whether it's for you or your client right so what i personally look for is more of will whether this person really wants to work with me or not whether this person is really willing to learn or not whether this person is ready to put in extra efforts or not if yes then secondary comes the the skills that he possesses if he's too low skilled then he's out but if he's having average skills then okay he can be considered this is how like i select people yeah perfect we actually uh my wife and i just brought on some new team members and yesterday mm-hmm. they're starting they're starting on Monday actually and yeah. I didn't ask them one question really about their skills like they yeah. told me their background they told me what they, they they've done they've given me the resume so I didn't actually ask them any questions about their skills like okay you've got the skills I actually want to know about you I want to know what drives you I want to know what your future is I want to know what your yeah. passions are. and our and I want you to be part of my family. Like this is my my family. I, I'm, you're not an employee. You're not uh, you're not just here for the paycheck. I've had people work for me that are just there for the paycheck, and you know that they don't put the effort in. They're they're actually staring at the clock, going, oh, "I've got forty minutes to go, and then I can get out of this place." And I've been there myself, so I yeah. know the difference. I don't want people like that working in in my business. I want people yeah. that actually believe in the, the vision that I have and are on board with it and they're going to treat it like their own. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're all going to grow. If if I'm more successful, you're going to be more successful. You're going to have more rewards. So I, exactly. I like this idea of uh, everybody. It's one of my, I have a lot of favorite sayings. Another one of mine is uh, the high tide rises all boats. Yeah. So if your if your boat's tethered to my boat, 
we're all going up together. Like, I'm not just going to be sitting on a pile of cash or a pile of success. You're going to be there with me. You're going to grow and you're going to enjoy the rewards that, that we all put in together. So that was, that's, that's how I hire people. I, I want that's people what to- every entrepreneur needs to understand and each and every employee, they should be able to uh, explain this thing to their employees and their, the people that they hire that, okay, if this thing's going to work out, you and me are really going to make it big. Yeah. And skills can be learned. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, I, I like what you said. You said yeah. if they've got basic skills, they've got the knowledge. Okay. That's great. Yeah. But if you're, if you're the right person for me, yeah. you're going to increase those skills and those skills can be learned. So exactly. we are hiring people. We're not hiring machines. We're not hiring uh, somebody that's an expert already and just wants yeah. the paycheck. We want yeah. people. Yeah. Agreed. Totally agreed. Totally agreed. Totally agreed. So, uh, Luke, let's come down to the next question, next topic. That uh, What would you suggest to a beginner? Like, if a person who is just like you and me, and he is like uh, beginning into this coaching industry, training industry. So, what should be his uh, early steps? If he has figured out, okay, this is kind of the coaching that I want to do. Okay. What next? I kind of kind of like the, the thought of do you really do you want to be a coach or do you want to be a consultant I see a lot of blurred lines these days yeah. around people they they're calling it coaching but they're really consultants so understand what you're actually offering hmm. because they're, they are two different markets they are two different Please explain things this. This. yes so that's that would be the first thing that I would really want you to understand like are you going to coach somebody or are you going to be a consultant to teach them something? Mm. So depending if you, if you really are set on coaching and you want to go to coaching, you really have to understand it really, really like, you know how to, you have to know how there are certain tools that coaches have. It's deep Mm. listening. You really have to, know how to listen to somebody and not be waiting for them for your turn to, to talk because okay. you miss so much information by pretty well much closing off your ears and just waiting because you picked up something very early in what they said and you can't wait to get back to tell them what what you thought about that or oh that's a that's yeah. a nugget of gold and you've missed so much more so don't be in a yeah. rush to talk uh listen and also don't be afraid don't think that i don't have the answers uh i remember very early in my my coaching um somebody came to me and they had a problem it wasn't really in my area of expertise but i said yeah sure let's let's have a chat and see what we can come up with and i was dreading it um it was more around naming her company and logos and and all that type of thing which isn't well back then wasn't really my forte i wasn't very very good at it myself (laughs) and i was absolutely dreading it i'm like i hope that she cancels and i was going through all those all those dreaded feelings to anything please anything a power outage anything that i don't have to get on this call Hmm. but the call happened and so and even during the call i remember the first 10 minutes i was delaying stalling trying to do anything the to prevent the conversation going where i knew it was going to go <laughs> and finally i run out i was like okay what what let's talk about this what do you what do you, what do you talk to me about it hmm. and i'm still thinking to myself i don't know how i'm going to help this person i've got no idea and then i just said to myself stop just listen to what she's going to say and she rattled off some great things. So what I asked her first, the only question that I asked her was, tell me about your business. Tell me about what you want to do with it. What is it? And so she started to tell me. And pretty well much the first sentence that she said to me, I said, I let her go, I let her go. And I listened. I said, they're all good ideas. I said, but I think that you've just actually named your uh, program in the very first sentence. What was the first thing that you said to me? And I can't remember now exactly what it was, but it was absolutely. <laughs> and I said, "That's it." 
I said, what do you think? And she goes, I never actually thought about it, but that's brilliant. She said, I'm getting off the phone with you right now and I'm going to my designer and this is it. <laughs> and, you know, once I'd let go of all those uh, fears that I had and uh, worries and just decided, let's just listen and see if we can do something. If I can't do it, I'll tell her, I don't know. Let's work on it some more. Maybe something will come. Now, that's what coaching is. This is why I talk about the deep listening. You will actually, if you have all these fears and all these questions and anxiety or whatever, that I, I don't know how I'm going to help this person, you actually do by knowing how to listen because it will come. It will definitely come to you just by hearing what they're saying and listening to what they're saying. So that's. I think that is the most important tool that you can have in your toolbox as a coach hmm. and for all new coaches that is the number one thing and that's how you're going to get results for your clients and that is how you're going to build your hmm. your brand and you're going to build your business because you yeah. are actually going to get those results and too many times like people get caught up with um, oh, I don't know how to find my clients where are they? Who yeah. who are they? And, you know, <laughs> that 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 can be quite difficult. But you have to. So before you even start coaching, you really have to know who you're going to want to work with. And I I remember back when I started, and um, people were telling me this, and I'm like, yeah, but I think I can help everybody. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I I don't care who they are, male, female, young, old. I, I think I can help them all. <laughs> and then, then like, what well, well then what happened was it was very fickle uh i'd get some clients here and there somebody would come along just because they resonated with what i was what i was talking about and and all that and it wasn't 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 very good at all but it wasn't very fluent at all until i started okay. to work out like okay who, who am I looking at? Who, who's the person that I'm actually talking to? Like, and for so long I was in that mindset, but it doesn't matter who's in front of me. I can talk to them and I can actually, but that's not actually true because the way that I speak, the way that I do things, somebody out there is going to love it and somebody out there is not going to love it. They're going to say, ah, you're terrible. I can't work with you. And somebody else is going to say, I absolutely love what you do, man. Like, I can't wait. Yeah. So I had to then just picture, okay, so what type of person is it? And I was probably almost looking in the mirror. I'm like, so somebody like me, somebody who's, uh, <laughs> they're driven, they're, they're fun, they're a little bit rough around the edge. That's yeah. the type of person that I'm looking for. You know, it's, yeah. it's a, still a rather general thing, but there are those people out there. There are hundreds of millions of them out there, really, like, where was, how many bigger the population we have. I think we're getting close to 8 billion people on this planet. Don't think yeah. about 8 billion people. How many you actually realistically want? 10, 20, they're out there. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. And just, just, you know, rely on your own personality to choose who you're going to talk to and who's your ideal client because you attract who you are. No, one way through which I feel that you can figure out uh, whom do you want to work with and whom with, with whom you don't want to work is simply by working. You take up certain projects, say, you take up certain clients and after a few work, after a few, few projects, you'll, uh, like, uh, you'll get a feeling of, okay, what kind of uh, people do I love working with? Yeah. And what kind of uh, business owner maybe or... Uh, Maybe that age group or maybe that sex, whether I'm really able to connect with them or not. It eventually happened with me, right? And uh, I have uh, like worked with uh, different kind of like very different kind of businesses, and I really resonated with the people who are into coaching niche, coaching niche, training niche, because they're always like talking about self development, training, learning, develop, and all all moving ahead in life. So that kind of thought really resonates with me. So I felt, okay, this is the only niche that I want to work with. This is how I like define myself. So if you are into coaching, who's listening to this podcast right now, 
different to coaching this is like my my way of uh, seeing things i might be wrong in your case but uh, you have to work with different people to understand okay what kind of people are not meant for me or my business sure me if I'm wrong. no no that's that is 100% true and that's how you work it all out like that's just how you find your people like um let them come it to is, you <laughs> it is just like making making a best friend you don't know who is going to be your best friend but you make immense number of friends and the one who resonates a lot with you becomes your best friend simple very simple <laughs> sounds very simple <laughs> we always try and overcome complicate it by saying oh yeah but well no it is simple cool cool so eventually okay the first step was to understand whether you want to become a consultant or you become a or you become a coach okay once that person has like figured out okay so then what then what well you have to you have to know what your problem is what's the problem that you that you plan on solving for somebody uh, mm-hmm. what's what's the problem that you solve for yourself that you think other people have that problem and you can actually help them solve it yeah because that's what you know there's there's things that we look for um as a client you know yeah okay can this can this person solve my problem can i work with this person hmm. they're the two main questions that we always ask especially on the client side of the thing so mm. as a coach we have to know okay what's the problem we're going to solve how am i going to solve mm. it i'm going to tell you this is how i'm going to solve it now do i connect with you that's it okay okay so before you set up your marketing strategy you have to first understand what is the benefit that you are going to bring in your uh client's life that is more yeah. important it like is before you maybe reach out or maybe because you try any kind of marketing yeah definitely like uh you have to know the result that you're going to provide mm. people people yeah. buy buy coaching or you know any sort of product is to improve their life they want to know yeah. how it's they want to know that it's going to get a result right mm. um so that's where your marketing comes in like yeah So, Luke, how that. do you like how do you market your services like how do you market your coaching well it's it's changes so pretty well much the result is the the end this is always front and center okay now i'm going to tell you what the problem was before i give you the result so if you wanted to like it's pretty well much like reading a book if you want to read the last page to know what the how it all ended that's fine mm. but you got to give them the whole story you got to make that connection especially in the coaching business in the coaching world you know and that's what it's all about people have to resonate with you they have to understand and they have to like your style so you actually have to give them a little bit um starting out as a as a new coach um that's how it is people have to get get to know you they have to see you they have to read they have to hear you they have to see you and feel comfortable with you before they'll they'll reach out to you uh then once once that starts to roll along you can then look at ads you can look at uh, all sorts of different ways to to market uh, you know mm. the funnel systems the websites and and the, yeah. the paid ads and, and all that but at the start it's really just building up that that trust that um especially on, in the online world it's much yeah. easier different if you can actually do it in person mm. because then you're going to get some word of mouth going uh, and but that's yeah. pretty all right still the best marketing is word of mouth that really happens like when you get the results if you are able to prove what you said in the in the discovery call then yeah. you are going to go like it is going to be exponential 2244288216162632 yeah and that's that's you know the old ways are still the best ways <laughs> <laughs> that's nice the old ways best ways <laughs> oh they are that's- like yeah. i i coach somebody and then they tell them 
especially when they've gone through that change, when they've had that change and somebody says to them, and this is what's happened to me, like it's happened to me on numerous occasions where people have said, uh, come to me and said, oh yeah, you work with so-and-so and yeah, yeah, she's amazing. So I needed to come and have a chat to you and see what, what we can then do. Sure. Okay. Sure. And then, you know, like we can, the way that we market that from, from that point is, you know, obviously we have the testimonials and but you know, this all takes time. Just remember that, that it does take time. You're not going to, or very, very rarely, you're not going to have all that in a week, let's say. So you got to be, you got to have patience. <laughs> very patient, especially yeah. in this. Yeah, the biggest thing, biggest, biggest uh, investment in a business where the money isn't the main thing, main investment is your patience. You have to really put in the efforts without, uh, with, with a lot of patience that you are, okay, you are waiting, okay, the things will come in. Yeah. Patience. And that, is and, the, and... that is the toughest part, I feel. <laughs> oh, very, very, very much so. And <laughs> like, uh, activity. We, we both work with patience. <laughs> like, we have, we have seen this. Even I, when I started uh, working in this, uh, since this last pandemic and, uh, and I like I had a job and uh, I didn't really wanted to join that and uh, I felt okay I love I, I, I was into marketing and sales uh, since 2016 then I felt okay digital marketing is booming and let's let's uh, give it give it a try then and there I started liking it loving it and uh, it eventually took me uh, approximately five to six months to get my first client just in the pandemic and mm-hmm. then and there I like felt okay let's let's get this thing done and I, I am really happy that the lockdown happened because if, if if it hadn't been there I might have not waited that much and I might have joined that job that I got from a college very true very very true <laughs> and thanks to China man <laughs> <laughs> I owe you big one China Anyways, let's talk about the biggest learning that you got in like, this is the last question. Uh, like, what is the biggest learning that you got in the last few years? Biggest learning. Uh, I'll go back to that uh, conversation that we had earlier around um, that I I feel like I wasted, maybe wasted is a strong word, that I was on pause for so long because I was worried about what my, my what my dad would think about what I was doing. Okay. So I, I really think that has been the biggest you know, the biggest lesson that I've learned in so long mm. was that that uh, you know don't stress about what other people are going to, how other people are going to react because you really don't know and they might surprise you so and I, I just, I, you know, this will stick with me forever. Like the reaction that I got when I told my dad that this is what I'm going to do. And the way that he said it, he was like, I won't go into the language because we are Australian or, you know, I'm Australian. So we, our language sometimes gets a little bit colorful, but um, <laughs> more or less along the lines of, I can't believe you waited this long. I'm so happy for you. You're going to crush it. I'm so proud of you. About bloody time, really. And, you know, that was... That, that was the biggest lesson that I've learned. Like, uh, I put that off for so long. Five years. I, so, yeah. That's, that's the biggest to- lesson. I can totally understand. Because, you know what... <clears throat> As a normal person, we like keep on building up thoughts in our own mind, and we are keep on like, uh, like mixing all to the uh, all of them together, and like it becomes a ball which is uh, totally wound up, and we're not able to solve it, and we are always thinking like, okay, how can I like uh, get the things resolved, or how can I get the things simple? But eventually, as the time passes, we share it with others, and then and there, someone comes up who is like a lot more wiser and uh, from us uh, against us so 
he just he just tells us simple two or three things and the problem is boom gone and we we feel like okay i wasted so many years in this and this man just did it in like we think a lot about the things and we complicate the things a lot in our mind but if we are able to like share it with someone who is wiser than us then there is a very high probability that the problem won't be a problem anymore 100% i couldn't agree with you any more than what how you just said that that's um you know we are the mate molehills like we make mounds out of molehills for no reason. Yeah. And it all comes from our internal dialogue that we have. Yeah. So, look, uh coming to the end of this podcast, uh I'd like to give you the opportunity to like if someone who's listening to this, like it happens a lot that our listeners uh, really like the kind of uh, people who come up here and uh, they really want to get uh, to know more about them. a uh, little more about their training and coaching programs so uh, i'd like to give you this opportunity to please tell us about the kind of coaching program that you offer and if they want to contact you how they can really contact you and get in touch with you oh, sure lovely uh so i love working with people one on one so i have a i have a one on one program that uh, i run for 90 days because it is really built around habits and mm. a lot of oh, just quickly a lot of misinformation or misconception is that it only takes 21 days to form a habit yeah uh, not quite true uh it's it's actually 66 days um ah there's always you that the exception to the rule could be depends on how you feel about that habit that you are trying to form it could take a lot longer or to take a little bit quicker but my program runs for 90 days my one on one program and okay. it's very targeted so we really uh, yeah it's whatever the the issues that you want to work on so it's very targeted i also have a a groups coaching mm. course that runs for 8 weeks and mm. it's more of a general uh life coaching around mm. habits i really we really concentrate on the you know the foundation so the, so the mindset we work on some healthy habits we work on financial habits we work on productivity habits and we work mm. on personality habits too mm. uh, a lot of a lot of times people don't really see their personality habits they're like why don't people like me i'm a nice person <laughs> so mm. you know <laughs> we want to work on all those things so it's more general it's more rounded for the group Uh I did limit those numbers to 24 people. Okay. Just to be small and intimate and enough, you know, where it's a, a nice little family in, environment yeah, and that yeah. right weeks. And I also offer a VIP week. Um now what this involves in is, you know, we just we spend 3 to 3 hours on a Zoom call or hmm. whatever however we able to communicate. but generally it works best on Zoom so we can actually see each other. Mm. And then for the rest of the week I just offer you support and support to what you need. So we do a deep dive for those 3 hours we work out what's going on because you know a lot of some people like I just want to know what's what I need to do and then I want to mm. give it a shot on my own. So okay. I'll set it up. Well let's let's talk deep dive into it. Let's really get into the knuckle down into this. and then for the rest of the week I'll give you like boxer support, email support, motivation, help you out just to get you over that hump and then you can decide what you want to do from there on out if you want to work on your own and and go forward. Mm. So there's the there's the three services um that I offer personally. I'm currently mm. working on uh an online course where people can buy it and run it through at their own pace. That is all in the building stages at the moment. Um, oh, that's really nice. Do let me yeah. know whenever you need someone for marketing it. I'd be more than happy to work with you. <laughs> very, very good. I'd say maybe uh what's the nearly at the middle of August now. Probably towards the end of this month, early next month is when that it will be all set up. Um cool man, cool. we're really in, I'm really enjoying <laughs> working on it at the moment there's a lot involved with 
and a lot of new stuff there to be learnt. So that's that's coming. Um, yeah. And I really wanted to make it in a fun way. I didn't. So, but that's something to really look forward to. Uh, the best way to get to know me now, if you know, mm. if you just want to follow me and see what I'm all about, yeah, is you can always follow me on Facebook, which is just my name. It's Luke Trapel. Instagram, Luke Trapel. I keep it very simple. Uh, uh, <laughs> LinkedIn is Luke Trapel. <laughs> my Twitter. Same thing, Luke Trapel. Uh, and I also have a, a Facebook group where we've, we're just about to pick up a thousand members in our Facebook group. Uh, I think currently we're at 992. So we're very close to that thousand. So it's a, it's a rather, it's a good number. And that's called Habits for a Truly Amazing Life. I go in there live weekly. Uh, there's always, I always have quotes and inspirational stories and, you know, I'm, rather active in that group so anybody that really wants to come and just see what i'm all about have a bit of a, a check me out a bit more they yeah. are the places to, to find me at the moment and you know come with me on this journey and then like i said somewhere in the next sure. couple of weeks two to three weeks uh, that's when sure. the website and the the course will be also online and you can even check that out so Look, from the website or like social media? Social media for now, because uh, okay. I want to launch the website. Won't be launched until um, okay. That course is ready to to. Oh, you can share your email address too. Yes, my email address is uh, which one? It's coachlutrapel at gmail .com. Cool. We'll add this into the uh, like poster also, so that uh, if you're listening to up till here, you can contact him the through the social media or maybe through the Gmail ID that we have provided. Cool. Definitely. And if you come to me and tell me that you listen to me, listen to this podcast, uh, yeah. let me know. And I've got some I've got some very useful ebooks that I've written and put together. So Ooh, anyway, anyone who joins or comes and says hello, you get uh, <laughs> <complimentary> evil. <evil. laughs> or you might even get two. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it was really, really amazing to have you, Luke. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And I really like the kind of mindset that you carry. And I really like that vibe. I hope you'll have a really amazing time ahead and like uh, all the very very best for your upcoming programs and all the upcoming plans that you have and i totally wish you best of luck right and thanks for coming uh, and accepting my for today oh, no. thank you taran this has been amazing i've had a great time uh, yeah i hope that we gave some good value to your audience and yeah man. thank you thank you very much i had a i had a blast too and Best of luck, and we will talk more about uh, when I'm ready to launch my my new program, sure. and we'll, sure. we'll have a chat more in the coming weeks. Sure.